Friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears. I'm Mark Anthony, and this is Demolition News Radio, episode 57. In this episode, should I stay or should I go? This show is brought to you by Hydroquip, the UK's largest independent provider of on-site hose repairs. Call 0845-812-0212 for the 24-7 national call-out service. Or download the Hydroquip Job Manager app for iOS and Android devices from the App Store. About 15 years ago, having enjoyed a brief but high-profile stint as chairman of my local residents' association, I was approached and asked to consider standing as a Tory councillor. This never transpired for three very good reasons. Firstly, I would have made a truly terrible councillor. Secondly, my personal politics sat somewhat to the left of the Conservative Party back then. And thirdly, well let me tell you about that third reason. I was invited to a meeting that was attended by the various standing councillors from my local area. They were all pleasant enough, in fact one of them was a really friendly guy and we got to talking about the process of bringing about change in the local area. The problem is, he said, you could come up with the greatest idea since sliced bread, something that would benefit the entire town. But if one or two of the other councillors don't back your idea, it will never see the light of day. That was the one and only council meeting I ever attended. I could just not face the frustration of being a mammal in a room filled with cold-blooded dinosaurs, clinging on stubbornly to established ideals while the world about them was changing. I was reminded of this episode in the middle of last week with the news that, apparently, both the chairman and the vice-chairman of the NFDC's London and Southern region had quit. So one afternoon last week, my phone lit up like Times Square at Christmas. I was told initially that London and Southern Regional Chairman Rob Collard and his Vice-Chairman Matt Phillips had both quit in a fit of pique amid frustration with the Federation's current status quo. I know and respect both guys. I know and respect NFDC President Paul Brown. And so I called all three to get to the bottom of what had actually happened, why it had happened and what that might mean going forward. It quickly became clear that those initial reports were correct but they hadn't allowed for a post-meeting calling off in which Collard and Phillips got to give more thought to their decisions. Downward Demolition's Matt Phillips stuck to his guns and has officially resigned over what he describes as differences with President Paul Brown. Rob Collard, who had initially quit in a show of solidarity with his Vice-Chairman, has since reconsidered and is staying on. So one is going and one is staying. And weirdly, they're both right. In Matt Phillips, the NFDC had a rising star whose company, Downwell Demolition, is enjoying an increasingly high profile within the industry. That company, and the way it operates, gives an insight into Phillips' psyche. Faced with poor repair and maintenance support for his extensive fleet of demolition tools and attachments, Phillips formed a new division within his company to do that work in-house. When he found he was paying too much for hydraulic hose replacements, he invested in a fully equipped hose repair van that would rival anything on offer from the likes of Pertec. Phillips is not content. He is constantly looking for ways that things might be improved. 
that constant striving for improvement could and should have been of an enormous benefit to the NFDC, and not just at regional level. Although I'm not sure about how either of them might feel about this comparison, there's something about Matt Phillips that reminds me of former NFDC president David Darcy. Neither are much for airs and graces. Both are young, dynamic, vocal and passionate. It's those factors that made Darcy probably the best NFDC pre president I had the good fortune to work with. And it's those factors that could have propelled Phillips to the very top of the Federation. But Phillips' unstoppable force met the NFDC's immovable object, and something had to give. Phillips was probably right to leave, and equally, Rob Collard was probably right to stay. Change and reform, both of which are needed within a federation that has seen declines in both membership and influence, can really only come from within. And so Collard, the very epitome of the modern demolition man, has decided to hang on. He's every bit as passionate as Matt Phillips, but Collard's passion comes wrapped in a blanket of diplomacy, the kind of diplomacy that will be required by the shed load if he is to bring about the modernisation that he believes is required in the Federation's hallowed halls. And don't be fooled into mistaking that diplomacy for weakness. You don't build a £30 million demolition company or become the industry's leading exponent of waste minimisation by being weak. And anyone that's seen Rob Collard in action in the British Touring Car Championship will know that he is ruthlessly competitive. So, as I said before, Matt Phillips was probably right to resign. His decision is admirable. Maybe, hopefully, his time will come again. And Rob Collard is probably right to stay on, to fight for a reform from within. The only loser in all of this is the NFDC. In Collard and Phillips, they had the makings of a regional dream team that really could have helped the forge the Federation of the future. Sadly, we'll never know just how far they could have gone together. If you would like to help support this show, Demolition News, or The Demolition Magazine, please consider becoming a patron. Just head over to patreon.com forward slash demolition news to find out more.